Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you in part by Book of Zen, makers of inspirational fashion and gift ideas. Visit them online at bookofzen.com. Today's podcast has been edited and adapted from Concentration, The Key to Constructive Thought by C.W. Kyle, published in 1910. The supreme lesson of life is that of self-realization. You are living in a world of magic. You have more power within you than that of any wizard whom you have read or dreamed about. Wake up. Learn who you are before you condemn yourself to a further life of inaction and inefficiency. To come to recognize yourself is the best elixir of life you will ever know. It will take a psychological operation to rid you of your self-imposed limitations. Well, here it is. Words have magic power. The greatest event that infinite intelligence has made was manifested by the power of the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You have made yourself just what you are and you have the power to change yourself into a being greater and more powerful than it is possible for you to conceive. You are possessed of unlimited powers, and if limited you now are, you yourself have raised the walls of limitation, and you have the power to remove them or let them stand. You are the ruler of your own kingdom, When you come to know yourself as you are, the very splendid powers which are yours will awaken in you such respect for them that you will feel called upon to live at your very best, at all times, in order to be worthy of the high dignity of your position in life. This knowledge will put new blood into your veins and a song of joy in your heart. Your whole being will be filled and thrilled with a sense of being so much greater than that you have ever felt before, that no thought of fear or failure will ever again find lodging in your mind. Love and faith and courage will shine out in your every word and act. The light of kindly determination will fill your eyes, and you will be fired with an enthusiasm that will render you invincible where before you were faltering and filled with indecision. I wish above all else to introduce you to yourself, the real individual that you are, and have you see yourself as you were made, in the image of the divine, endowed with its every attribute, and in actual possession of all the tools to make yourself greater than any conception of greatness that has ever entered into the heart of humanity. Don't refuse the offer of this acquaintanceship, for the one great thing that men and women lack upon this planet, the one thing which we stand in direct need of, is nothing more or less than a more intimate and thorough acquaintanceship with our true selves. If you will cultivate this acquaintanceship and be guided by its advice, 
Whatever good you may desire will come to you. Concentration will enable you to further this acquaintanceship as nothing else can. If you are living a life short of the realization of your best desires, you should come to yourself and know that the kingdom of God is within you, and that if you will only concentrate upon it earnestly enough and long enough, you shall, here and now, come into possession of and enjoy every good your heart may desire. Health, wealth, honor, power, station, peace, and love are awaiting the exercise of the power that you possess in order to be and abide with you just so long as you may will them to remain. When you come to know that you are a being of power, intelligence, and love, that you are master of your own thoughts, and that you have access to the source of infinite life, your thoughts take on a splendor and beauty which find their expression in the living of every moment at its best. You will find that all intelligent choice and necessity of action to be one and the same, that the right way of thinking is the only way open to the enlightened mind, that all growth is, in its final expression, upwards, that consciousness is ever passing from a lower to a higher plane, and that a sane, sensible, and normal life is assured by maintaining a state of equilibrium between your inner sense and your outer environment. We are free to select the thoughts with which we feed our minds, often more free than we are in selecting the foods with which we feed our bodies. This is well and good, for the character of our thoughts is even more important to our health and happiness than the nature of the foods we eat. Healthy thoughts not only make healthy minds, but also fit in healthy bodies. A body ruled by a strong, positive mind is best fortified against all the current ills of life. Thoughts of envy, malice, hatred, and all thoughts that lead to despondency devitalize the blood and affect the body ruinously. Anger is a positive poison to the blood, while thoughts of kindness, cheerfulness, and goodwill are powerful tonics, stimulating digestion and contributing in a most wonderful way to the harmonious working of all the vital organs of our bodies. When we come to realize the power of mastership which we wield over our bodies, we will become more cautious in our thinking than in the handling of power tools. We will send out only thoughts of strength, of health, of harmony, and of love. When you learn to do this, you will find that your bodily intelligence will respond promptly and eagerly, every cell in your whole system taking in the full force and character of your thought. And if you have thought wisely and constructively, you will find your body to be a radiant expression of all that you have commanded it to be. Extreme as these statements may at first sound to you, they will be found upon closer examination to be the most practical and useful truths of life. Thought wedded to purpose is the only way by which your plans may be carried out. It is impossible for you to set too high a standard for your thoughts, 
when we find ourselves to be weak, vacillating creatures without purpose, it is because we have taught ourselves to be weak and aimless. It is high time that your attention be called to the possibilities of your being, when your latent powers are aroused and placed into action. We know that success comes only to the individual who has a definite goal, who thinks strongly, and who strives earnestly and fearlessly in the battle of life. The person who marks a straight line from their desire to its realization, and who permits no temptations to draw them aside, is the person who wins. No individual who has not done so may or should succeed. To permit any doubt to enter the mind regarding the essential unity of the human soul with the source of all power, all intelligence, and all love, is to render every effort ineffectual and invite inevitable disaster and defeat. Doubt, fear, and prejudice, and all products of negative thought, when allowed to enter the mind, drive out constructive thinking by devitalizing the mind of its power and energy. A knowledge of what we can do must precede the effort to do. Do you wish wisdom? Do you wish for health, for wealth, for happiness, for power, for peace, for love? Getting acquainted with your higher self is the only avenue open to you whereby you may obtain the actual realization of your desires. It is the one thing in the whole world worth striving for, for in grasping this, in making sure of your connection with the source of all, you are placed in possession of Aladdin's lamp and the Philosopher's Stone. In other words, you have arrived. There is nothing mysterious about this method of bringing the mind to function on a higher plane of consciousness. It is the plain, normal advancement of the intellect, absolutely sane, and in the most exacting sense, scientific. With concentrated effort, you will come to know it for yourself, to realize in the most practical way the truth of it, and to receive and enjoy for yourself all of the inestimable powers and benefits this mastership of mind confers. It is all you can ever wish for or expect in human consciousness. It is not difficult to obtain if you are determined to possess it. It requires the exercise of all your common sense in a concentrated degree, for it includes thinking, expressing, and living your highest conceptions of truth. No thing wants you, unless you first want it. If you want anything, you must, in essence, become that thing. Then the supreme law of attraction, of growth, will be put into operation, against which there is no power that can keep you from the thing you may desire. You are a supreme magnet in the great field of cosmic energy, charged with the power to draw your own to yourself. There is but one substance, mind, and consequently every thought is the creator, and all that is, is the product of thought. All things spring from one source, 
and because that source is infinite, it follows that no thing ever was, or ever can be, separated from it. Space when viewed from this perspective is but an illusion. Every object, perception, concept, thought, form, and act is included in the infinite. Infinity can have nothing opposed to it. We only oppose ourselves from a lack of the knowledge of unity. The expression of Jesus, I and my Father are one, clearly sets out his understanding of the truth of unity. Harmony, peace, and perfection are meaningless words unless founded upon the presupposition of unity. A lack of the understanding of this law and its application has been the cause of all the trouble in the world. Thus a comprehension of this law constitutes the supreme lesson for us all to learn. The power by which you govern your entire life is thought. As you thinketh in your heart, so you will be. If you desire health, think health. If you desire wealth, think wealth. And if you desire love, think love. Indeed, always think love, for it fulfills every requirement of the law. It meets every possible demand that may be made upon you, and it clears the way of all obstructions. Concentration is the method by which you will win the desire of your heart. It matters not what your trouble may be. Concentrated thought will bring you sure and perfect relief. By the positive exercise of thought are you made just what you are, and by its exercise you become whatsoever you will be. The object and purpose of going into the silence, of meditating silently, is that we may contact the higher vibrations of spirit, to come in touch with the source of universal energy and power. Therein lies the secret of all becoming, for there we are able to catch and express the divinity of being. Happy are those who have found this never-failing oasis in the otherwise comparatively lifeless desert of human experience. When you contact this supreme state, you will know it. You will never have a doubt about that experience, for no flash of lightning, however vivid, could have impressed you so much as will this fullest experience. When you once have felt the effect of contacting this powerful voltage, you will no longer be enslaved by the bonds of the emotional mind. From the indolent state of the subjective ego, the world of idle fancies and dreams, in which the many are content to dwell, you will be lifted onto a practical, sane, and sensible plane of life, where the power which you have received will call you into deliberate action. Every energy of your nature will come alive, and a life of activity that benefits both yourself and others will begin. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. For free transcripts of our podcast, please go to livinghour.org. If you enjoy our podcast, please consider becoming a patron. 
you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, which will ensure that we can continue our podcast for years to come. To become a patron, please visit patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Simply do a quick search for the Inspirational Living Podcast at patreon.com to find our Patreon page and learn more, including the free gifts we offer to every patron. Subscribe to our free podcast today at the iTunes Store, or at Google Play, or at Stitcher.com. Thank you for listening. We look forward to being with you next time.